There's a new player in town. Wollongong City GWM Havel. Visit them for a test drive today. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. Bang the gong time on Saturdays in the gong for one last time this year. We're live from Wollongong Golf Club on... It's getting warm out here, boys, but it is. It's a beautiful day. Uh, let's go to bang the gong. I'm actually going to go back to the gong. Uh, yeah, the race day at Kembla Grange. It's actually now the naming rights partner is the Illawarra Mercury, uh, the employer of Mitch Jennings and myself. So, yeah, fantastic for racing to see the Mercury link with the gong race day. I can't wait, boys. I can't wait. Yeah, absolutely. It's just It, it just gets better and better each time. As we've, as we've touched on plenty of times, the, the quality of horse, the, the everything that goes around with the day, the turf clubs efforts to make an appeal to everybody. There's something in it for, mm. for everyone. So, yeah, I'm very much oh, looking forward to that, that one. one as well. It's lovely. And my bang the gong is um, not many places you can come and play golf, like Wollongong Golf Club. Sit here, look over the ocean, uh, get around the golf in, and then go for a short stroll less than probably 70 metres away and watch the Dragons in pre-season. Yeah. Like, I walked past Flano and the guys out uh, on the paddock the other day, and, and you're walking right next to the ocean. You've got the Dragons training field right there. 50 metres away is the Wollongong Golf Club. I mean, seriously, Sydney Siders, if you want to come day down for a weekend and if you're listening in, stay at the Wollongong Golf Club, go for a walk, you get to see the Dragons on the training field. It's not a better place in the world. Yeah, it's an amazing spot down here and we really should thank Nicole Walker who's appeared on mm -hmm. the show a few times and the whole team here at Wollongong Golf Club. They've been terrific hosts for us for the two years of Saturdays in the Gong, so we really appreciate all of their support and coming here each and every week. Also, we can't forget our sponsors, Avcon, specialising in industrial and response projects. Find Ryan Burke at the team at avconprojects.com.au. Impact Garage Doors, impacting homes for 20 years. How's your garage door going there, so Matt Campbell? whisper quiet and just, just one of those things where you just look and you're in amazement of how how much quality goes into a good garage door. Do you know what? Mine was squeaking there at 6.30 this morning when mm -hmm. I was leaving home and I thought, oh, jeez, I need to get onto the, the boys down there. <laughs> and the Allura Mercury. Subscribe at allurramercury.com.au. Mitch Jennings from the Mercury. What's your bang the goal? I'm going somewhat adjacent to what Matty Campbell did, but this week, and it's a broad, it's a broader plan, but I love... Love, love, love the appointment of Sean Timmons as the Illawarra Steelers SG ball coach. I wrote about it this week. Yeah. It's what I really like about it. It's a direct line uh, from Flano to the top line. He really wants to streamline from the NRL all the way down to the junior rep. So he's got Timo uh, with the top 30 training full time, uh, with the top 30, and then bringing all that back down to the Steelers. One of your all time favourites, Baz, Willie Tallow. He's obviously the, the coach man. of the St. George Dragons, SG Ball. He's also there full time and doing the same thing, uh, taking it back to the Dragons. I love that. But what we've got going to there, I think the, the Steelers, I'm going to give a wrap to his awful Melbourne Cup day tips notwithstanding, the great Sean O'Connor <laughs> uh, and what he's managed to do there with Stacey Drury, of course, as well. In getting over to uh, the TAFE, it was formerly, uh, I used to throw some heavy leather there, obviously, at the, formerly the Dragon Fit gym with Joshy Miller, but that's now the permanent home of the Illawarra Steelers Academy. So four sides, uh, SG Ball, the Harold Matts, and uh, the Lisa Fayola and Tasha Gale Cup. They all have a permanent home there. The two fields there, the gym set up, an academy trying to build the next generation, having a permanent home. I love it. So the Steelers having a permanent home. Sean Timmons back there coaching. So I'm going to bang the gong on the Illawarra Steelers. What a 2024 it's going to be. Outstanding. Now, let's talk some football. We've had our regular correspondent, Jordan Warren, 
Now we'll see if we can beat the Gremlins one last time today on Saturdays in the Gong. Are you there, Jordan? Yeah, morning, boys. Hopefully you uh, got to the end of the Gremlins by the end of the show. Oh, we've been fighting them all day, mate, but it's a battle we've just started to win. Uh, a big week in football terms, particularly within... Wollongong Wolves circles uh, the national second division is slowly creeping towards existence and the Wolves are right in the mix yeah it's been a, a very long process for the Wolves and for all the teams that are vying to make that national second division but uh, it was announced this week that the competition is slated to begin at the beginning of 2025 now originally it was it was meant to begin at the start of 2023 and that was quickly uh, postponed to the start of 2024 and you and me, Baz, have been having conversations for a little while at work, just in the sense that the teams hadn't been announced and the competition was meant to be starting March of 2024. And we just thought that, that it just doesn't make sense. So it's a good decision in the end, I feel, that, that it's going to be beginning in the start of uh, 2025. And the Mercury understands, so I understand that the Wolves are going to be one of those teams, but the teams won't be officially announced by, by James Johnson, the, the Football Australia CEO. Uh, until November 20. So there's still a little bit of a, a wait, about nine days to wait for the Wolves to be officially uh, confirmed, but it does look very good for the Wolves to be back on the national stage where they should be. Yeah, it's a pretty rock-solid bet that the Wolves, the Maleys, the Wolves will be part of that second division, which is a big development in itself. I mean, they've been around the expansion conversation for some time. There's been a lot of back and forth about where the next teams would come in to the A-League. This is what I'm really interested in, Jordan, is what happens next. I mean, if the, if the A-League do decide to bring in another two teams after, say, Canberra and um, the New Zealand team, whatever the next development is in terms of A-League expansion, is where the Wolves would sit in terms of being in that A-League conversation as opposed to the National Second Division, which they're now expected to be in, knowing that promotion relegation is still a pipe dream. Yeah, and it's one of the great many unknowns with this whole situation, Baz, the National Second Division. And, of course, the most simple way to describe it is the A-League zone, now owned by the APL, the, the Australian Professionals League. They're essentially owned by the clubs, and the National Second here is, is being organised by Football Australia. So it's two different entities. But, yeah, you're exactly right. The Wolves have always maintained that, that if the opportunity arose to, to make the A-League, to be that be an expansion club in the A-League, that they would, they would take it and grasp it with both hands. And... They've wanted to, to they want obviously want to be in the A League one day and but they've obviously put all their eggs in the in or most of their eggs in the basket for the national second tier as well, which is which is the, the thing that made sense too. You wouldn't ignore a, an opportunity to get on the national stage, albeit in the in the second tier to um for the hope that you're in the A League. But um, yeah, of course Canberra and Auckland come into the competition next year and then there's two more spots to go. So yeah, it is the great unknown. There's, there's also the great unknown of, of uh, it's been a it's been said that the A-League clubs, um, in terms of that eventual promotion and relegation, according to their licence, um, don't are not able to be relegated just because they're, they're on that professional contract for the for the clubs. But James Johnson has come out and said that that uh, that's not the case. So, but yeah, we could talk for hours on the on the um, unknowns on on the case of the the A-League and the national second tier and when promotion and relegation will start and where the Wolves stand on that. But uh, yeah, I think it's definitely going to be a, an extremely bumpy ride but hopefully for the most part there's going to be there's going to be mistakes uh, made in this process it's a, it's a new process for everybody but I think for the good of the game in Australia in terms of getting promotion and relegation back up and running I, I think it's the best thing for the game what about uh, speaking of the A-League um, Sydney FC a big week there Steve Corica 
leaving the club. He's been a, a long servant around the Sky Blues and Ufuk Tale, who we've had a bit to do with here. I was going to say, we can claim him, can't we? Illawarra, yeah. Wool- well, Wollongong's own, Ufuk Tale. During that COVID period when Wellington were based here in Wollongong, uh, to continue on in the A-League competition. So, yeah, a big development there for Sydney FC after a struggling start. Yeah, and it was all, it was slated that um, that Ufuk could have been come on to, come onto the team last season. Of course, Sydney FC were struggling under Steve Corica for the majority of last season, but then they, they came good at the end of the season um, and came, came one game away from a grand final, of course, losing in two legs to, to Melbourne City. But, yeah, the start to this season, Sydney FC, look, I've been a Sydney FC fan since... Since day dot, since 2004, when the club was established, and, and the first three games, no goals, three losses. It, it's been one of the worst I've ever seen Sydney FC play. It's been it's been torturous to watch um, Sydney FC. And, and while Steve Corica is an absolutely legend bloke and and uh, a legend of, of Sydney FC, he's a, a decorated player, captain, former captain of the club, championship-winning captain, and, and of course a, the most successful coach in Sydney FC's history. I think the time was right to move on. And of course, Wilfred Calais has been, been doing some really good stuff of late. You mentioned Geno, of course, he was at the Wellington Phoenix when, when the Phoenix were based in Wollongong during that, that those COVID times. And then he, he's still Wellington Phoenix's most successful coach. He, he's been doing some stuff with the Socceroos under, under Graham Arnold of late. Uh, he's a really, really positive up and coming coach. And, and being a former Sydney FC championship winner himself, I think it's an appointment that, that made sense. I thought that maybe, uh, that Dwight York might have been a shout, of course, uh, former Man United player in Sydney FC, player coach MacArthur until he was let go last season. I thought that might have been a, a cheeky shout, but I think that the uh, the Palais appointment makes sense. Jordan, really appreciate your time this year throughout the season of Saturdays in the gong and your football insight. We appreciate everything you've done. We're going to head to a break and sprint towards the finish. There's a new player in town. Wollongong City GWM Havel. Visit them for a test drive today. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track.